This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Welcome to Girls Like Us Podcast. In the U.S., only 4 out of 10 rapes get reported. Welcome to Girls Like Us. This is Venus. This is Charlotte. So here we are once again. Um, how was your weekend? Tell me about it. I had a great weekend. I see. Yeah, I'm there living your life. I know. I had a little quick getaway. Um, it was everything I needed. Relaxation, libations, flirtations. <laughs> I think... It was well needed. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when was the last time you really out of town just to hang out. Right. That wasn't, like, family-orientated. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> on those bases. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was definitely needed. I definitely had a good time. Um, yes, now back to reality. <laughs> Are you, do you feel refreshed or are you tired from um, all the party? I do feel a bit refreshed. I do. My allergies is acting up a little bit, um, but overall, I do feel refreshed. You look I do. Refreshed. Yeah, and I'm seeing you out there in the sun. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, I was yeah. like, okay, I see you. Get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I do. I do feel refreshed. I needed it. I needed that little quick getaway last minute. Um, but it was good. You know, the best plans are no plans at all. That is so true. <laughs> That is true. Like, when you plan stuff, it seems not to go that way. But last minute, it's good. Good. That's always, always good. I know. I was watching your stuff, and I'm like, I ain't even mad at you. Do you? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Now, here we are. Back again. So, what are you going to do this weekend now since you're nothing? the social life? I am doing absolutely (laughs) nothing. I am going to relax. That is, yeah. That is it. Yeah, that's it. Like, I'm going to chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had enough. Mm -hmm. You were gone for what? Almost like five days? Almost. Oh, yes. You had it. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. I just want to relax because, like, in two weeks, then I'm out of here again. Look at you. Out here traveling the world. Right. (laughs) Catching flights out here, not feeling. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We'll talk about that. Right. weekend i i went to my cousin's event and then me and my best friend had a party (laughs) (laughs) we had a really fun party Uh, you know what and it wasn't a planned party see i tell you it always turns out the best we had a we had a party and sunday i didn't know anything um and this you know what? I'm not even excited for this weekend. I'm excited for this upcoming week because I'm going to be on vacation. Yay! I'm, I'm, you I'm definitely really, need really, it. And I'm excited because, you know, it's Faye's birthday and I planned Yay. out the whole week. Ow. So <laughs> I'm excited because, um, I don't know, I really put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> I know because I've been telling you, like, look, this is what I want to do. So I'm excited because, I guess. I guess we we like babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like babe a little bit. So next week is gonna be a whole weekend for me. Yes, that's gonna be good. You definitely need it. You yes. definitely. Need I'm it. I'm excited. I don't think uh the last time I took off was for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even do anything that week. So this week, that's I'm gonna be nice. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Yes. Um. But that was about it. This weekend, I I just chilled. I just chilled. Like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that's always good, because that's going to be my weekend of chilling. Yeah. Well, no. that's what I planned. And then my best friends are like, you know, you've been doing this. Like, you just sit at home and plan your stuff. She's like, it's okay to not have plans. 
and you know I I'm the one not to listen. So. Right. No, and no one is convincing me this weekend that I am not going to relax. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll uh, see. No, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck on just relaxing this time. <laughs> yes. So today we will be addressing um when we spoke to our family and our friends uh regarding the incident. Um who we told, who we didn't tell, and how long it took us to tell certain individuals. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so let's start. Well, um, geez, I don't even know. Um, I guess the first person who knew um, was my niece, and that's because she was there with me like the whole time when I went to the hospital mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, she was. I didn't really want to tell anybody unlike Venus like she like some people just deal with things differently and for me not talking about it it's your form of coping yes (laughs) because talking about it just makes it it makes it real like it confirms this really happened Mm -hmm. when you start you know talking to people about it um so after um I spoke to told my niece about it I told my cousin that I'm close with, because um, she just kept calling and checking on me, so she talked to me in my incoherent state, and she was like, "Man, like, what's wrong?" So then I, I had eventually told her, like, "This is what happened." And um, so wait, did you tell her when you were at the hospital before you? No, went to I the told hospital? her after, like <laughs> after. Yeah, no, I didn't. So while you were at the hospital, no, I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> but my niece, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, that was the only person, and, and I was, and I really didn't have a choice at that point because mm-hmm. you know she'd seen how I was, so I, t- I told her. But yeah, it took a minute before I told. Her. I think I told my cousin maybe the next day. I think I can't remember, but it was it wasn't right away. It definitely was not right away because yeah, no, that's not how I operate. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not how I operate. Um. It, it took me a minute to like actually like tell people tell because I didn't like I'm a private person when it comes to my personal matter so yeah. me like telling somebody like what happened and first of all my instinct is automatically defensive like I that's just how I operate <laughs> don't start asking me questions because now I'm irritated and now I'm ready to shut down because the fact that I'm even telling you you know, it's a huge yes. step for me. <laughs> like, so the fact that I'm opening up and sharing, but if I feel like I'm being attacked, my instincts is to yes. withdraw and shut down. And it's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm out. Um, So <laughs> for the most part, I think our, our, our telling people was different because mine was a like, oh, I'm sorry it happened to you and... I want to say that's you know like, <laughs> you'll get through it. Like I don't know if it's, day, so let me tell you what happened. Right, here. exactly. So I don't know if it's because of the type of people that I associate with, or I don't know. But they just more so like, yeah, you know, you'll be okay. You'll get through it. You know, I did have support. Don't get me wrong, but I think people really don't know how to handle me. Maybe like you know. I'll agree with that. I will agree <laughs> with that because I have seen you in situations where I'm like, what do I do? Do I hug her? Do I bring it up? Do I not bring her up? Do I tell her it's going to be okay? Do I act like nothing happened? <laughs> and I remember this one instance you were going through something and our other coworker was there. And I remember calling him into the office and I'm like, hey, like, I don't know. And like, at that point, we were already close. It wasn't like, it was just like, I see you every day. Like, right. no. So I'm like, I really don't know. And like, I don't want to be like a bad friend. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I remember I asked you and I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. And like, you were sitting there like laughing, making jokes. And I'm like... Man, like, do I tell her she needs anything? <laughs> right. 
I agree with that. I agree that like I don't know how to approach it. But also, I think that they don't know how to handle this situation because mm-hmm. it's not like a death. It's not like you just had a baby. It's not. It, it's something that even though a lot of people go through, it's not spoken of. Right. It's not like when somebody dies, you're like, oh, this person died. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, I've been through it. Mm-hmm. I can kind of relate. And if they have been through it, they don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So. I think it was in part both. I think so. Because people don't know how to respond to that. I think mm-hmm. they don't know, like, do I hug her? Like, I don't, <laughs> like, um, I don't know. For me, I think it just knowing that I have a good support team is what's important to me. Somebody else might need something else. Like, I don't need to, like, I don't know, like, my niece calls me all the time now like she always called me don't get me wrong but she'd be like did you get home every time like what's taking you so long to get home like <laughs> i'm okay I but you know. see in her defense though mm-hmm. i'm the same now mm-hmm. and it happened to me and i'm like where are you did you make it home my best friend lives a block away from me and i curse her out almost every other day because she never tells me when she gets home mm-hmm. and before i was just kind of like oh i assumed you're fine and I'm like, can you please message me when you get home? Right. Like, in her defense, <laughs> I would be like, chill. Like, and I think that part of it, I'm like, you know, I, I'm good. You do not have to keep checking on me all the time. Like, I am okay. Like, I understand your concern. But I guess that's the part of me not talking about it, too, just because of that, like, that extra overprotectiveness yes. kicks in. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Like, um, now I'm more cautious and more aware and I don't need my security, you know? <laughs> like, I'll let you know I'm going out. I'll let you know when I get back. Do not stalk me. So, yes. yeah. So, like, I gradually, you know, told people as mm-hmm. I went along, not all together. Just, you know, if I felt like this person should know or something like that, mm-hmm. then I would. But outside of that, like, I don't really have... um like a lot of friends, more so family or mm-hmm. whatever. But like friend wise, no, I don't. You know, <laughs> no new friends. <laughs> so um, if I ain't been rocking with you for a minute, nine out of time, no, you will not. Like no one's going on. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I mean, different people. It's different reactions. I just learned. Like my biggest thing of telling people um, was how they might look at me. Um, Is that what stopped you in part of telling people? I think so. Because see, that never... And I think it's just the selfish in me that I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what you think. I'm going to tell you my truth. <laughs> yep, I think that that was definitely, you know, a part of it. Like, I don't know. I, I don't even understand why it was that an issue or thought. But yeah, it definitely was. Because... People already just like, well, why did you go over there at night? I'm like, because I trusted this person. Like, <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Um, so I guess that, like, just talking to different people and just talking about the scenario, um, I think that's partly why, like, uh, I'm not about to tell, you know, mm-hmm. this person or that person. Like, I'm selective on who I mm-hmm. told just because of that reason. Yeah. So, but I, I I must say it was a learning experience. <laughs> I must say, yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely was. It it made me. It opened up my eyes to a lot. I can't say with everything that has happened um, to people. <laughs> I think it also made you realize like who's truly down, down for mm-hmm. you, like who's genuinely concerned, who's genuinely like not just trying to be nosy as mm-hmm. to what happened and who genuinely cares. Oh, yeah, because it's definitely nosy people. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the people who were, like, really down, like, really showed it, okay, I'm there for you. I don't care what happened. I got your back, you know. I'm there for you, whatever you need. And, you know, those are the people that I, you know, mm-hmm. want in my life. I don't need anybody questioning me or saying anything negative. Like, no. So... Mm-hmm. And this whole experience, even though it was a messed up experience, it did open my eyes up mm-hmm. to some things. So, no, that's 
definitely true. Um, I don't see. I don't even. I think I told people in parts. Right. <laughs> I think I told because I didn't even know what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell you something that happened. Right. So to begin with, my best friend kind of already knew because you had called her. So she instantly knew, and she's like, "But I think she realized how bad I was that she knew I was in the headspace." For her to tell me everything. I think at that moment, she knew more than I did. And she was pushing it for me to go to the doctor. She was like, can you please go? Can you please go? Can you please go? Can you please go? (laughs) Initially, when I went, I I don't think it had, like, registered in my head. And the the first, first person that I talked to was my best friend. And I told her, I was like, I think I've been drugged. I'm like, and I don't remember, but I can't tell you 100% sure because I don't remember. So I don't know how long I've been sleeping. So she kind of gave me my times for that day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So she's like, go to the doctor. She's like, go to the doctor. Um, I hadn't exactly told the person that I was. I was just like, I'm sick and I'm throwing a black. <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's where I was. Um, later on during the day, I was like, I don't remember, and I like we're gonna sit down and talk about this. Um, at that point, I was still talking to my ex, and she drilled me, and I was. Our relationship is very complicated. Complicated. <laughs> So sometimes when she questions me or when she used to question me, I guess she would do it just because she cared and I would take it into like, you're just being controlling, you're just being nosy. So with her, my instinct was completely to just don't worry about it. Like, why are you asking me? Why do you care? And on top of that, I was getting aggravated because I couldn't remember. So I'm like, you're asking me questions that I don't remember. So... It's frustrating. Yeah. Like, imagine if you're frustrated because I remember one of the messages was, how can you not remember? Mm -hmm. Like, how much did you have to drink? And I think that's where I was like, how can I not remember? Because I kind of started backtracking and counting my drinks. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I didn't even have that to drink. So I kind of left it alone. Um, When I got to the hospital and I was a little bit more aware like I was texting them and I was like I'm gonna have a rape kit done and my best friends are like it's the best thing for you cause like at that point she did know more than me mm-hmm. and like I was just like I didn't remember waking up I don't remember I don't remember and I like I slightly remember telling her when I got home I tried so hard to message you and her to let you guys know that I was home just because I was like I have to let them know that I'm home right and she's like, it's the best thing that you could do. She's like, you know, just do it. Um, but the person I'm with, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And they're like, what happened? Like, why? And I'm like, I'm not sure right now. So, like, you need to give me a minute to, yes, to, to, to regroup and yes. get it all together. And with my ex, <laughs> it was just like, something happened. What happened? Tell me what happened. Why are you getting this done? And I'm just like, I don't even know. I don't even know. At that time, I had this other friend that wasn't really my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I had just started being friends with her. And remember, I was telling you, like, I'm not sure if I even want to be her friend. Yes. Because she was just crazy. And... I remember, because she was blowing me up, and you had seen how she would, like, call me all the time, and if I didn't answer, she'd be like, I just called you, and I'm like, bro, like, we're Chill. just friends, exactly. like, I haven't even kissed you, <laughs> I don't even know if I like you, bro, <laughs> like, chill, and I told her that I, I, I didn't tell her everything, I was like, I think I've been drugged. So, she was like, if you were drugged, ask them to give you a test, then it will show up. And as I'm telling her, like, as everything's going on, 
she's like, they're lying to you. It should show up. And I'm like, how are they lying to me when the police is here, the nurse is here, the advocate is here? How are they lying to me that this will still be in my system? Like, how? Right. And I got so irritated. I just, like, I think after that, I completely cut her off. Because I'm like, you're a shitty friend. Like, it's not even about questioning me. It's just that even if you were questioning me, because she had been through some stuff, and I never questioned it. I was right. just like, what do you need? I'm here. And so I was like, I don't need friends like that. I'm like, I was already questioning if I wanted to be your friend. <laughs> we're done. We, we are done. Goodbye. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. See you later. Um, I think the next day when, as the, as they were doing the rape kit, because the cell phone service is the worst. Oh my god! Right, because oh I was god. trying to talk to you and yes, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Moving in yeah. the wheelchair. Can you hear me mm-hmm. now? <laughs> and then my phone died. Um, the advocate had a charger, so I was like. Thank God, like, because my phone's dead. And so as the night is going, I'm I'm texting you, I'm remembering, and I'm trying to process it. And I think for maybe two, three hours, I didn't text anyone back. And I just sat there, and I cried. And it's so funny because you know I don't, like, if you're my friend, I'll sit here and tell you, like, everything. <laughs> everything. I will give you Details that you probably don't need or want. <laughs> if I don't know you, I never know anything. <laughs> like, no, no, I don't know that. <laughs> but I don't know what it was. Like, I just sat there and told, I, I guess, like, I pieced my story with the advocate. Like, I was like, this is what happened. This is what I remember. This is what my friend's telling me what happened. Like, piece it together with me for me something before I have to go face the world and tell them what happened and I remember just crying I was crying because I couldn't remember I was crying because I'm getting poked, pulled brushed I got so cold for a minute and I'm laying there completely naked because they have my clothes they had so many blankets on me like, I don't know where they got all these blankets. They had so many blankets on me because I was so cold. I was so cold. And I guess, like, that was my form of telling people. Mm-hmm. Because um, you had to repeat it so many times. Yes. And on top of that, so I was like, I had to repeat it so many times at the hospital and everything that once it finished, I walked through the whole story again, like, with my best friend with the person I'm with now and with my ex-girlfriend. And it's so funny because I think the only person that I was scared to tell was my ex-girlfriend. Well, because, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was the only person that I really thought was going to question me because of how complicated we are. Nobody else, I never, ever, 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 like, in my head that it crossed that somebody was going to question me. Ever. And I, I remember because when we told her boss, I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and even my ex-girlfriend didn't question me. My ex-girlfriend was, was mad. And I think at that moment, I felt like everything was falling like out of control because it had been like a couple weeks from the previous situation that we had gone through. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, everything's just falling apart. And at that moment, I felt like I needed, like, I was like, I was with you for this long. And like, nothing, like, to this extent happened, like, bad stuff had happened. Right. So I felt like I needed that safety. Like, I needed, it, it wasn't a safety. It was just like, I needed that comfort of what I was used to. To mm-hmm. I thought it was going to make me feel better. And I remember she was one of the first persons that uh, that I told. And when it came to that, I remember, and I don't know, like, what it was. I was like, you're a really good friend. Like, <laughs> if she had never shown up, she showed up. <laughs> like, she showed up for that. Like she show- And she didn't necessarily, like, show up, but she was there. Mm-hmm. She was there. Um, 
with the person that I'm with, you know, I never questioned if they were going to believe me or not, if they were going to feel some type of way. And I think it's because I had already had a conversation with them that this is where I was going. This is what, this was my plan. Like, I'm going to go up there, like chill, network. So like, maybe that's why. Maybe that's mine why. just a more mm-hmm. of a spirit of moment mm-hmm. going out late mm-hmm. or whatever. And they know, like, you don't do that. So yeah. why did you do it this and, time? And see, because I go out. I mean, I don't go out with, like, random people. <laughs> but when I was with my ex, I used to go out in the middle of the week. Right. With my best friend, will randomly be like, what are you doing? And, oh, hey, we're going to be out till four in the morning. Right. So, <laughs> I'm just out. <laughs> I'm just out. So, right. So, for me, it was different because it's like, you don't go out. We asked you to go out. You don't go out. And then they say you go out. So, mine was just a tad bit different because it was out of character for me to go out. Like, yeah. So, they like, why? And it, it is because even I was like, are you sure you're coming? Because I was like, why are you just telling me you're coming? You're just right. to shut me up. Because <laughs> you don't go out. I do that. And I at the out. time that I call you, you're that's usually the time that, like, if we go out, like, you're already home. Unless we plan this, like, weeks in advance. Right. Like, we're in a party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, yeah, for that, that was different. And then I think my biggest thing, like, my go-to person was is gone. Mm-hmm. So the person that I go to for everything mm-hmm. to talk about, I didn't have that person. So on top of everything happening, and I don't have my go-to person, it was like that. Yes, that within itself. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I, I remember having this conversation when I told the person that I'm with. I mean, I can't imagine because I can't help her. How, how you help me. I'm like, because you are my to-go person. You are who I tell everything to, good day, bad day, in whatever mood, if I'm missing someone. I mean, at this point, you have been there for me when I've lost people. And, like, her best friend is gone. I'm like, and I, I'm like, I don't know. Like, and I remember, I, 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 was, I remember crying. <laughs> I remember telling the president, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how to help. I don't know what to say. I mean, because I'm trying to think of stuff that our friend would say. I'm like, and I can't. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, because I haven't even processed that. I'm like, and to me, like, our friend, that was, like, my big brother. Like, it was, like, my big brother. Mm-hmm. That was my go-to person right. in a sense. <laughs> Two in the morning, hey, this happened. I got you. Yep. And it was just, it was bad because I knew that I know how you are about opening up. I know how you are about telling people. And had this, first of all, in in me, I don't think this would have happened if this person was still here. Definitely not. But in me, as I was sitting there thinking about it, I'm like, if he were still here, I wouldn't feel so heavy in my heart. I wouldn't feel so like, lost because if she doesn't talk to anyone she's gonna talk to him i know it like she's (laughs) gonna talk to him and then i'm like who does she talk to like who does she talk to i'm like because i have my best friend i'm like i have you i'm like and you i tell you everything like i tell you everything i'm like how do you do that i'm like how do you go from processing that which we still hadn't finished even processing it. And mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like that is why we went out. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. Because we were trying to heal. You know, my ex said something. Um, She said something along the lines that he's like, the person that did this played with your emotions. Because he knew exactly what you guys were going through. He's like, he knew it. 
He's like, he knew that if he ever had a chance, that was going to be it because he was gone. You guys were still trying to deal with it. You guys were still hurt, crying, mourning. And that was his chance. And she was like, to be that sick mm-hmm. in your head. And it took me a while to like sit down and actually like process that. But I'm like, you're right. You're right. Like you prayed on this situation. Yep. Because that is the only reason why we ended up up there. Yeah, that is so true. So very true. And even at that, like, I I didn't want to push you to talk about it. (laughs) And even though I was there, like, it wasn't like I didn't know, right? (laughs) Right. And I'd be like, how are you feeling? Right. <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, and I would be like, just know I'm here. Like, You're right. You did. <laughs> I mean, just know I'm here because I'm like, I don't even know how ready you are even to talk about it. And even though I was there and I know what happened or I don't know what happened because I don't remember. <laughs> like, I'm like, I want you to know that I'm here. I'm like, because we are missing a big piece of, like, of us. And I think our friend would have, like, held us up so much. Because mm-hmm. we Definitely. were just always there, like, whatever anyone went through. I'm like, so, I'm like, let me pull myself back a little because I do have these people. I'm like, let me try to be there for you. And, I mean, it's not the same. You can't compare because, like, <laughs> just can't compare, you know. <laughs> I don't have the locks. Oh, that's some big shoes to fill. <laughs> and I don't have the locks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I think that was the hardest part. I think had um, our friend been here, it wouldn't have been as bad. I think for me, that was the breaking point because I already lost the person that I talked to about any and everything who was always there for me, yeah. no matter what. And to not have that person there going through that, that was like, that was it. Within a matter of a couple of weeks from here to there, it was just like, everything was just crumbling. And that's a funny thing because it had been like, what, two weeks, I want to say. And we Mm -hmm. hadn't been out since that night. We had not been out since that night. And that was it. And I think back about it because I'm like, that was exactly why we ended up at his house. Because what did I say? I don't want to go out. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, I'm still processing what happened. I don't want to go out. We're going to be at his house. It's chill. What's the worst that can happen? And then this, right. Right. But um, out of it, we're here to help other people to hopefully not go through it, to just be more of aware of your surroundings and that it, it nine out of 10 happens with someone, you know, mm-hmm. so had things been different, we wouldn't be here today. So that's to very, help. very true. We wouldn't be here to help to, you know, give some of the process, tell them that I think we had a lot of emotional baggage, mm-hmm. like on top of each other, like, because it was just like one thing after the other and I mean thank God and whoever pulled us out that night that we're here mm-hmm. like they were looking out <laughs> right um as far so you only told your cousin I told well I told a couple of cousins after a while like it was a process <laughs> it was a process being this like but I eventually did come out to tell more people. I <laughs> I told I didn't tell everybody I told um I told my best friend. I took me like a month to tell my brother and I think the only reason why I told him was because I was like, Where are you going? Who are you I mean I'm already mommoed with him. So it got like more intense, like who are you going? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you drinking? Be careful what you drink. Be careful who you take the drink for. So he was just like, 
looking at me crazy. So I was like, look, I'm about to tell you what happened. So, and even them, for the first month, my brother did get so overprotective. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Who are you going with? Be careful. Call me. And my brother is younger <laughs> than me, and he's not the one. Like, it's usually me. So I was just like, yeah, maybe I should have not told you. You're right. Because like, I don't need that. you. Exactly. Yes. Like, it's not that yeah. I don't need you, but it's just like, just go back to the norm, like, mm-hmm. to how it is. Um, I haven't told anybody in my family besides my brother. I told, <laughs> and I, I'm laughing because we had this conversation <laughs> because I told my dad. I I have that's the I've told my brother and I told my dad, but I told my dad <laughs> the day that we dropped the first episode as as. <laughs> I was dropping the first episode. <laughs> so I'm on the phone and I remember because we were talking about it like, oh, we're going to drop the first episode tomorrow. We're so excited. Like, we're doing this. And you're like, have you told your parents? And I'm like, no, they don't need to know. Like, <laughs> why do they need to know? <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, the thing is, like, because my parents aren't here. So I just felt like I didn't want them to feel a sense of being guilty or a sense of like why not guilty but like they can't do anything Mm -hmm. you know come to me help me and it's more like that with my dad because I'm a a daddy's girl so I'm like I don't want you to feel like this happened because you're not here right you could have done more and the night before we dropped the episode, I messaged him. It's <laughs> like, at what time do you get out of work? And he tells me, he's like, why? And I was like, nothing, just forget it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely tried to get out So of then it. the next day, he was like, I could talk around 1130. And I was like, oh, no, forget it. You're fine. Oh, my God. You definitely tried getting out of it. <laughs> he did. called me. And I was like, what happened to 1130? <laughs> he called me and... Even then, it took me, like, maybe, like, 30 minutes to tell him. Like, we were joking around. And I was like, I, I'm like, I have to talk to you. And he's like, what's up? So then I told him. And he's like, you should have told me when it happened. He's like, I understand. And I was like, wait. I mean, but there's a reason why I'm telling you no. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> and he's like, why? And I'm like, so, I'm like, me and my friend decided to start a podcast about it. And he's like, really? He's like, what is it going to be about? Like, what is it going to center? I was like, wait. I'm like, the first episode's dropping right now. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about last minute. (laughs) I'm like, I just need to know this. And, you know, I just feel because I'm always a person that tells, like, I'll tell you, like, you know, I'd rather people know from me than from anybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try (laughs) to tell you. I'm like, hey, don't let them find out through somebody else now. (laughs) So I literally told him as we were dropping the first episode because I just, I didn't want to hurt him. Right. I didn't want to hurt him. I And sometimes when I would, like, try to remember I would still cry. I would still get angry. And I know that he would feel that. So I needed to tell him where he could hear that I was fine. Mm-hmm. So he told me, he's like, you sound fine, like this and that. And I haven't told any of my other family. But in my defense, I'm very like, first of all, I don't have a lot of family here. I really don't have a lot of family here. And so my closest people are my friends, are, mm-hmm. are my friends. So in a sense, because I remember that weekend, everybody wanted me to go out. And I was like, I'm not going out. Like, I'm not going out for a really long time. I don't want to drink. I don't want nothing. Because I was doubting myself. I was trying to process everything. So to me, it's like, you don't feed me. You don't contribute to my life. You don't see me. You don't even send me a message to ask me how I am. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the only one I owed an explanation to was my dad. And that's who I told. I didn't even tell my mom. And I don't need to tell her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to tell me. I told the people that I like talk to. 
you know, my relatives, like friend-wise now, but like the people that I actually talk to yeah. and have conversations with them, yes, like real conversations, but outside of that, no. I mean, because if I don't talk to you on a regular basis like I, that, why yes, would I? Do that's that? just how I feel. And like I said, I don't have a lot of family here. And the family that I do have here, um, I it's not that I'm not close to them. It was just that I kind of separated myself from them for a while. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing to do with them. It had to do with me completely. So it's like I kind of just started coming back around and like now I'm about to hit you with like this. Right, exactly. For yeah. me, I think I was like, I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want a pity party mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, it happened. Mm-hmm. It's a learning experience. It's yes. fucked up. It happened. And I want to move forward. Yes. I want to deal with it the way I deal with it. Like, the people I did talk, they were like, you know, you should seek counseling and things like that. Probably maybe down the line, I eventually probably will yes. or something. But, you know, I appreciate that. But, like, if I don't talk to you like that then yeah you, it's none of your business but <laughs> yes because even at the i only have boy cousins here and i'm really close with my boy cousin and he's very overprotective and i'm like i don't need anybody else trying mm-hmm. to do anything for anybody right you know i i haven't told anyone i haven't like when it comes to my family because I did just start coming back around. Like, I I think this year has been the most I've seen them since, the, like, the last seven years. Like, I'm over there almost every weekend with my best friend, with my friends. And I'm like, now I'm just, like, going to throw this on you. Like, no. So, I, I haven't told anyone. Like, I feel like the people that were going to be mostly impacted, which was, like, my dad, just because the relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, because I live with him and, like, we live together and I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, recently, I ended up telling one of my teachers because uh, I ended up giving her, like, one of the Boston notebooks that I had bought. And this is my third grade teacher. <laughs> and, because we were just catching up. And, I just felt like I'm at the point where I'm going to tell everybody and anybody and not just because like it's not because I want like oh I'm sorry this happened to you because mm-hmm. I don't care but awareness yes I'm, yeah. I, I want people to be aware I want people to talk about it mm-hmm. I want people to in the back of their head be like this does happen and this happens to people that looks so regular that I see every day that mm-hmm. sit at a desk that come in here shopping like whatever the case is so that is my whole thing as to like telling people now but I still won't tell my friends <laughs> like well I tell my friends but I like my like my other family mm-hmm. I just don't find the need to tell them because I don't see them Why? I don't like they never like oh hey are you alive like are you okay do you need something mm-hmm. I don't they don't so I don't need to tell you like at all right <laughs> I feel you but that is pretty much um what what it's for like and it, it's like you said it's different for everybody how you process it who you tell first who you choose to tell and, and that is a big thing that this is yours mm-hmm. just cause Charlotte and I are sitting here pretty much telling the whole world right. doesn't mean that you feel the same doesn't mean that you need to do the same for maybe for you it's not telling anyone and writing it down maybe it's do seeking help right away and telling someone that knows nothing about you yeah maybe it's telling just one person you know everybody does process it differently because I even remember when we were kind of talking about it I told the person that I'm with I'm like I want to tell her to talk to people like not talk to people but talk to someone 
I'm like, because I think it will help her process it more. Because I remember at that point, like, I was at a, I was already at my angry stage. Right. Angry stage. And I remember telling, telling the person, I'm like, but I can't, I can't do that to her. I can't push her because I know how I feel when I'm pushed. I'm like, and she'll do it. I'm like, she'll do it when she's ready. I'm like, but I just, like, I hate seeing her hurt. I'm like, and I can't give her, like, what she needs. I'm like, because I know what she needs. I'm like, and I can't give it to her because I can't call her friend and be like, yo, like, come handle. Like, yo, like, what? let's just all sit down <laughs> our little meeting <laughs> and talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> our little AA meeting. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere meeting. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, we were always God. a bad influence on you. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> but, yeah. I, I have to say, this episode is actually one of my harder episodes. Just reflecting on it. And um, still, like, some days are great. And then there's days like today where it just flashback. And I talked to my one friend about it. And... Um, he was very supportive. Um, you know, I asked him, I was like, you look at me differently. Um, and he was like, no, and you shouldn't either. I was like, because this is something you had no control over. And then the person that I was dating, on the other hand, was totally opposite, non-supportive. Didn't ask, was I okay or anything. So just tell your story. That's that's the best way to get over things. Well, not get over because you'll never really get yeah, over it. Never do. Um, but just don't, don't not say anything because not saying anything is more damaging than you know than anything. And on top of this, even talking about it, you you never know when you help, mm-hmm. and. It's just that we need to speak about it because this is what happens when you don't talk about it. You have people like, "Oh, you're gonna be okay." So let me tell you what happened with blah blah blah. And it's like they right, and they just they stuff. right, they move right on. I'm like, oh, okay, like it's just something that happens all the time. Just like the fact that we stated in the beginning, four out of ten mm-hmm. rapes get reported. Mm-hmm. All the other ones, they just. Sweep mm-hmm. it under the rug. They don't talk about it. They keep mm-hmm. moving. And you have to realize that even um, when we post things or things like that related to that subject, people don't even mm-hmm. like it or anything. They don't read it. They just go past it. But let you put something <laughs> ratchet up. You put a stupid <laughs> picture up. You'll get a million likes. This is the world that we live yeah. in. Real yeah. stuff get overlooked. It get mm-hmm. bypassed. You put something stupid, no relevancy to anything, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, look at this! Copy, paste it, keep it moving. Like, yeah, it's this is the world we live and in. That's so true. That is so true because I'm posting the dumbest stuff, <laughs> <laughs> the craziest stuff, and you see like ten likes, three shares. But when I do post about this, when I am like bring awareness, like mm-hmm. do this, I don't even have a like i'll have like five likes from like my closest people exactly <laughs> and, like probably one of them is mine <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and, and it's really sad because this is something that happens on a regular a regular people go out drink mm-hmm. and out with the girls or whatever having a good time and don't have a care in the world not being cautious just because it's not something you would think about and on top of that it a lot of the times it happens from someone you, you know. know exactly. So you're so comfortable, like, I know this person. No, mm-hmm. they're not going to do this to me. Like, I've been around them. I've, whatever this, and mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's, it's that the world that we live in, that we have to be careful. We have to be careful more around the people that we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it happens from people that we know. It definitely does. And we do need to bring more awareness. Mm -hmm. Because even at that, we're not represented 
on TV, on statistics. Well, we are representing on statistics, but how good of a representation is that when we're not reporting it, when we're not talking about it? Everybody sees this as on TV, they play it like you're running through the park and they push you and it's like this a savage attack where you have bruises and you're scraped up and you remember it. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen like that to us. It did not, no. It's always a stereotype of, of how mm-hmm. it happens and not as saying it definitely doesn't happen no. like that. And we're not white and I sure as hell was not running through the park. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that's most of the time how they depict it. Even like when you're like on order shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it's some white chick (laughs) I mean it's the truth but it happens a lot in the minority um, Mm -hmm. communities and things like that at these little house parties and things like this and and now I'm saying the girl's not even reporting Mm -hmm. because she doesn't know what happened she's embarrassed on what happened and then she probably don't have her friends there to support her or even her friends are like you're just a hoe you're just ratchet Mm -hmm. or you were asking for it because that is the environment that we grow up in. Mm-hmm. If you dress this way, mm-hmm. you're 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 causing attention. You're mm-hmm. you're if something happened, like you provoked it to happen. You remember when we watched um She's Gotta Have It, that one episode when she had on the little oh, short dress. Yes, yes, like Yes. And it was like, well, the guy just assaulted you, so you shouldn't wear this because mm-hmm. you provoked him to do this because of what you weren't like, what? No, this isn't how it goes. Mm-hmm. No means no. Yes. And even if at first it kind of slightly, you thought that I was and I was going for it, the moment I say no, that means no. And if I can't give you a conscience concrete answer, that definitely means no. (laughs) That means no. No means no in any language. No means no. Yes. Is that maybe yes or maybe I thought no. No means no. And if I'm not awake to even know what you're doing, don't do it exactly (laughs) but we're just sitting here trying to bring awareness um you want to let them know where to find us yes (laughs) all right guys you can find us on ig underscore girls dot like dot us or you can email us at girls like us 619 at gmail Go ahead and get in our DMs or email us. Let us know your story. If you want to talk about it, remain anonymous. Feel free to hit us up. And the National Sexual Assault Hotline. I can't even speak. Oh, I need to stop trying to say this. The National Sexual Assault Assault Hotline. The number is 800-656-HOPE-4673. Thank you. And this has been another episode of Girls Girls Like Like Us. Us. Thank you. Bye.